podcast, your go-to podcast for all things gay chat. Your hosts are myself, Jess Peace, and the lovely Sarah McDowell. This podcast is about all things going on in the gay community. So we talk about the latest news, things going on across all areas of LGBTQ+, and we talk about our own experiences too. We hope that you'll stick around and enjoy having a good old gay time. How are you, Sarah? I'm ready for a gay old time, aren't I? <laughs> you got your cowboy hat on. I don't have a cowboy hat. Is that? I didn't realise that was a necessity. Like, do I need to invest in one? I just think it matches the gay old time. I don't know why it makes me feel like I want to go line dancing. But yeehaw, gay old time. <laughs> I'm okay, Jess. <laughs> well, I feel like I've lost the plot because obviously, uh, wherever you are in the world right now, in the UK, we are locked down 4.0. Is this like number 4.0. four? We're in, it feels like the fourth one. We're in 3.0. Oh, is it 3.0? I just don't know anymore. No. Just don't know. So, so yeah. So, I'm trying... I'm, keeping myself busy and um, making sure that I try and get out of the house at least um, once a day for my allotted hour of exercise. Is that a thing? Is it an hour? I don't know. I think it's two uh, hours. I think it's, you know, go outside. Don't go outside. <laughs> um, but staying local, <laughs> I think, is, is the vibe this time. Yes, it is. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm keeping, keeping myself busy. Um, so today uh, I did some housework. Uh, obviously, podcast work. Uh, obviously, podcasting. It was my birthday uh, a couple of days ago, so I am now in the thirties club. I was going to mention this. You've beaten me to it. You're just such a fame whore. <laughs> a fame whore. How does it feel being thirty? Oh, I feel ever so wise, Jess. Ever yeah. so wise. No, I don't. I mean, I love that question because people ask that, don't they? Like, how does it feel being a year older? Or how does it feel now you've reached like a new, what you call it? Like a new... Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a new decade, isn't it? Like a completely different time of life, apparently, you know? Well, yes, I mean, I'm feeling good. Um, So I've got like... Obviously, things that I want to achieve in my thirties. Um, what do you so, achieve in your thirties? I mean, my next one on the old list is to like be a homeowner, like buy myself a house. Classic, nice. Classic. So, I mean, that's my next one, sort of thing. But I don't know. Like, I think you're either a bit of a, a planner, aren't you, or you're a bit of a let's see what happens. And I've always been a let's see what happens. Like, and... I get that vibe from you. To be fair, you're very <laughs> in terms of like podcasting, you're very organised. But I just feel like you're someone that kind of just rolls with the punches and just see sees what happens. I feel like because everyone um each their own isn't it like you're either a planner or you're like whatever works for you works but I just I just for me if if I was too like planned one I'd be worried about missing out on other opportunities that come out because I think if you've got this set plan you might say no to stuff yeah because it doesn't follow your plan and that might you might miss out on an opportunity but also I don't want to ever feel like I'm setting myself up for a fail either. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, so, so yeah. Um, but I mean, each, what, what, what are you? Are you more of a roll with the punches or a 
Oh, Anna, bit of both. I'm a bit of both. Wait, I've, I've crossed the board. <laughs> yeah, but I think I've mentioned this probably in every bloody episode now. Like, I genuinely thought by the time I was 25, like I'd be well on my way to getting a house. I'd be in like a successful long-term relationship. I'd, <laughs> I'd be like somehow magically taller and more beautiful, and all these things. Oh, Jess, you are beautiful. Thank you, Sarah. Come on and, now. And then I got I got to 25, <laughs> and I was like, mm, I'm still five foot three and a bit. I'm still the same. I'm just the same as I've ever been. I wasn't with anybody. Was I with at that age? I can't remember. This is probably says everything you need to know. I definitely don't own a house. It was very much like, okay, well, let's just let's just move the age thing back. But I think since then, I'm kind of just going with the flow and I'm doing things that make me happy and making decisions sort of like as and when they come. But one thing that I'm getting really good at is cutting things out that aren't bringing me joy. I think that's the one thing that I would say, whatever age you're at, is a good, is a good habit to have. Mm. Like, and it's been like, oh, I need to do this by this age. It's kind of just like, yeah, sure. I'd love to have a house by the time I'm 30, which gives me three years. Um, but like, you know, if it doesn't happen. Does, does, uh, well, you know how you say about cutting stuff out that doesn't bring you joy? <laughs> this means I made the cut people and I bring joy a bit oh, of, a bit, I bring joy a bit of Jess. You, I bring Jess a bit of joy. You do. You know, that sounds very weird. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> I've made it weird already. Uh, I do apologise. But yeah, I didn't realise um, like uh, height was a thing with you, that you wanted to become taller. I think it was just one of those things. I think when, well, I guess it sort of um, leads us into our topic a little bit. But like when I was younger, it's so easy to like look around you and like measure yourself against everybody else. Um, and I think it's something that comes with very wise saying it's something that comes with age that you get more <laughs> confident but it's absolutely true it honestly is like I, I thought oh my god I'm so sure I don't know why like there were a lot of really tall pretty girls at my school and um, I just wanted to be like that and then I sort of there was a point I can't remember what point this was but there was a point where I was like actually I'm pretty happy pretty darn happy being myself to be fair which is all right mm -hmm. <laughs> Wow, this is good. This is good. And as like things do come with age and you so as you get older you sort of realize that you need to look after yourself and if things aren't bringing you joy, um then like deal with it. And also like I've I'm less and less comparing myself with other people. Like people are so I've got like with my friends, we're like or like friends that wear similar ages and stuff. We're, we're all at such different parts of our lives and stuff. And I used to sort of compare, like, oh, I'm not married yet, or, oh, I don't have this, or I'm not that. But at, at the end of the day, if you do compare yourself with other people, then I don't know, it's just just don't do it because you just got to do, do what's right for you it's, it's irrelevant. I think, like, it's so easy when – I think it is very much like um, – a younger thing not I'm not gonna say it's not mature to think like that because everybody is different but it is very much like a younger thing because me and my friends were talking about this last night actually so it must have been it must have been a sign and we were saying that I'm out of my friendship group well I have lots of different ones they aren't all one but I'm very much like middle age I think so most of my best best friends are quite 
a, a couple of years older than me. And if you were to look at like where we are in our lives, they're all completely different. But I know people yeah. that are younger than me with houses and long-term partners that just aren't all that happy and feel like they're missing something. There are people that are older than me that are still living at home and still starting dating again and are really, really happy within themselves. Like it's, it's different for everybody. And I don't think age is a factor in that it's all about your sort of outlook i reckon yeah and where you are in life yeah um so you said uh, earlier that um we were going to sort of uh what's the word um sort of introduce this week's topic um yes do you want me to so, for it or do you want yes to i think you can introduce what we're going to be debating to uh, this week <laughs> you're so cute okay so the topic for this week is how acceptable it was to be gay when we were at school. So that's looking at sort of the amount of people that were out then, sort of how we felt within ourselves, what the general sort of attitude um, was around that time, because hopefully, touch wood, things have come a long way since then. So I thought it'd be good for us to sort of just have a bit of a hmm. debate about that. And I, um, I mean, I think... I mean, I obviously I'm not in school at the moment. Um, <laughs> spoiler alert! <laughs> spoiler alert! Too, I'm too old. I'm too old for that now. Uh, way past my school days. But I do think things from talking um, talking to people who like have children or like are um, teachers or have like an experience of what it's what it is nowadays. Mm-hmm. It does seem that like that we have moved on and yeah. it is a lot um so I mean how many years are there between us you I've just turned 27 you've just 27 so, so I've just my school leaving you was 2010 which seems like fucking forever ago now <laughs> 20 was that when I started you no I started uni at 2000 in 2009 oh my god I feel old right now um but yeah so I mean uh, it'd be interesting to see how like just with three years um between us what it was like um I mean when I think back to my and so when I think back to my school days or my school years and I think this is one of the reasons why I was so late out or so late realizing Mm. was and I mean, maybe it was just who I happened to surround myself with or who I happened to sort of hang out with. Um, but there wasn't like that many sort of out people in my school or year. Um, I mean, there was always like, the to- but you get the, this nowadays, don't you? Like the token, like the token gay person or the token, um, because I'm the token gay person in some of my friendship groups and stuff um but I don't know like obviously at school you get you have to deal with and I mean it's sad like for me to say you have to deal with it but bullying and um like things like that is that that is a thing isn't it and I don't know like I don't know you talk I feel like I'm blabbing (laughs) she's flapping big but she's flapping I'm flapping Um, okay so I'll go first so my school um obviously I'm from Sheffield and my school is probably one of not the roughest um or looking back now it's definitely not fucking rough but it's it's set like in a pretty rough neighborhood and to be honest you know what the kids the kids were great like they're still really decent people. I think we still sort of all came out with the grades that we would have got anywhere else. It was it was a really sort of 
decent school. Um, and I think for like, for me personally, I, during school, never, never, never questioned. I never, there was never like a girl that I was attracted to. I wasn't like sort of curious about anyone. It wasn't really something that I necessarily thought about at that age. Um, and I mean, I, I got my first boyfriend at 14, my first serious boyfriend at 16. So it wasn't really, I wasn't really thinking about women then. But if I was to look at sort of my friendship group and then the people in school in general. So my friendship group, there were two um, openly gay guys within my friendship group. Um, and they were, you know, attracted to men. They weren't bisexual, they were attracted to men. Um, and they were sort of quite sort of out and proud, I guess. I remember each of them coming out to me personally and talking to me about it. And it obviously not being a problem at all. Just like, I'm so glad you found yourself, like this is cool. Um, but I do remember thinking at the time, there weren't any people that I can really recall who were openly gay at my school other than the people that I knew. Um, mm. There were a few sort of, maybe a, a few guys a couple of years older at the time. I think around the time they came out, was we were about 14, 15. There were a couple of guys that were older that were gay, but not people that I knew of to sort of know for sure kind of thing. Um, and there definitely, to my knowledge, were not any... Um, lesbians like girls who were out as lesbian and you sort of that had come from them there were a few people and I'm so sorry to kind of say this because I guess school is kind of like that where there were people who you know you had some kind of feeling or thought or suspicion that they were gay which sounds really awful saying it now but I remember being at school and you know people would be like oh I'm pretty sure that person's gay or whatever which is looking back on it so damaging so damaging because it's no one else's like position to say that or to say like oh I'm still waiting for it, like xyz to come out or whatever it's it's very much about that person so it wasn't that there was like a negative experience towards gay people at all I think it was just there weren't any people really there were literally like a handful of, of kids at my school that were were gay it wasn't like you know a super well-known thing thinking about it um just as you were like talking about your experiences and stuff um at school I was involved in like um the performing arts sort of side um well there we go uh what are we Thes- thespians as well as theatrical uh, lesbian but no I was going to say thespians as well as lesbians but uh yes I yeah yeah anyway um <laughs> moving moving on um and there was a um a couple of people that were um out in that sort of um that group of people yeah but it was more so um like guys who were out as being in same sex um relationships with another guy yeah. um and i can't i mean i'm racking my brains like there was, um, I remember there being one girl um, in our school year who was sort of, I don't know, I don't know if she was, again, it was like rumoured of like she was, which again is very damaging because like, yeah, like the whole rumours and like the, the, the whispering and like the things like that is bad. Um, but I don't know if she, yeah, I mean... I just, for me, with my experiences, I don't think I knew of anyone that was out who was a woman. 
Um, yeah, me too. So. I think I've got a few things to kind of say on this. So I do remember. So we had a couple of teachers who were gay at my school. Okay. Who were open gay, and it was sort of like well known, and it you know it wasn't like a rumored thing. They were very much. Um, they were gay. There was um, a gay maths teacher. Absolutely loved him. Such a great guy. And then we had um, a gay female PE teacher, which at the time caused a lot of people to talk a lot of shit because children are horrible. Yeah. <laughs> but it was it was very much kind of like I think this lack of awareness, which is why and and representation. So I think like we've spoken before about how cool it is that now they're going to be teaching sort of inclusive sex education and that representation yes. on screen is so much better now that hopefully for anybody that sort of is going through, because it's so it's an age where like everything is awakening and it, it's very sort of natural to kind of like explore and question around that age. And I think yeah. hopefully this is a good thing. I do remember though, going to college and there were a ton of kids that were out and then at university, nearly everybody I knew was bisexual. Ah, see, at um, university, like there was, um, yeah, I think, I think university was the first time of me sort of, because, because there was, I remember signing up to a LGBTQ plus um what do you call it that like they sort of like societies or like groups yeah. that you sign up to yeah um and at the time I wasn't signing up because I was oh maybe this is this is me because I was unaware at university but um when you first go to like Freshers Fair you do sign up to every oh, club you don't you? you're so cute <laughs> huh you were an ally you signed up because oh, yeah yeah and I mean I think I think for me I just and I think one of the reasons why I was so laid out was because of like my experiences and I wasn't I wasn't intentionally not being friends with people who were from the LGBTQ plus community it's just who you happen to be sort of friends with I don't think you know what I mean and, and and also I think with schools actively teaching about like bringing lgbt into sex education then that's hopefully that's only going to be positive because then people realize oh like me having feelings or fancying the same sex is completely it's not this weird thing it's completely natural because anything everything is natural do you know what i mean and it's less less a taboo i suppose um but I think I think school age is probably the most sort of impressionable age and like for me seeing the attitude at college was completely completely different like I started probably questioning really from being honest about 17 um and I think that was the age where I'd first ever been introduced to like girls who were out as lesbian and I thought it was the coolest fucking thing um, and then obviously didn't act on it for quite some years after that. But I do remember it being like, well, this is cool. Like these people are really proud that they're gay and they should be. And yeah. like, how cool is it to be so young and just all of a sudden have this brand new pool of people that you can date? Like, that's cool. <laughs> definitely, definitely. <laughs> I mean, I'd love to see what it's like in schools nowadays um, because hopefully it's not so much of a, a thing and um people are more comfortable with 
sort of exploring or even knowing that it's a thing that you can be attracted to the same same sex you know what I mean Mm. um and thinking about it like like I I just I don't understand why it took me so long (laughs) um I really (laughs) (laughs) I mean oh I don't know like I mean, like, I don't regret um, anything in life because you shouldn't regret anything in life. So I'm not saying, oh, I regret not knowing. But I think things will happen for a reason, don't they, and stuff. Yeah. Um, But I just, it does, it does make, like, because I, like, because I would identify now and would completely say that I, I am a lesbian and I've had relationships both with men and women now and I know now that I yeah like there was always for me there was always something missing when I was in relationships with guys and stuff Mm -hmm. and I didn't realize it was I was just dating the wrong sex for me sort of thing yeah and I just I don't know like maybe maybe it was because um I wasn't so like I wasn't that sort of community I wasn't that aware of do you know what I mean and maybe that is it so I don't know I don't know if I'm even making any sense <laughs> I think I think everything happens for a reason to be honest and I think like it's easier for me to be like oh I know I had a question it's because I was in a long-term relationship like you're not really thinking about anybody else when you're with the person that you're so oh yeah true even whatever else but I think I don't know I think if I am being totally honest I was I was aware a lot sooner than I was ready to admit and I do wonder like I do wonder if it would have been different um but I'm, I'm quite happy like in the way that it's come about like it's quite strange that I guess the person that did make me question I then later ended up dating um <laughs> and yeah and now I've got to forget how funny <laughs> everything happens for a reason <laughs> yeah there we go Right, Jess, I believe you have this week's news item for us to discuss. I do. So this is following on from our topic um, for this week. And it is a new story which appeared on page six. It might be elsewhere as well, but this is where we're taking it from. And it is that actress, Busy Phillips, who was in Dawson's Creek or White Chicks, um, has um, revealed that her eldest child, called Verde, is gay and prefers they them pronouns and the thing why this is so cool and we want to talk about it is that birdie is only 12 years old and knew this about themselves when they were 10 so I thought it'd be really good for us to kind of just chat about it obviously having spoken about how cool it was to be out at school yes definitely um and just to add um so from this article as well um I'm just gonna paraphrase a bit of it Um, But Phillips admitted she has done a bad job with pronouns when talking to or about Birdie, but was working on it because of how important it is to their identity. Because Birdie said that they would like their pronouns to be they, them, and I haven't been doing it. And I said, because I have this public persona, I want Birdie to be in control of their own narrative and not have to answer to anybody outside of our friends and family if they don't want to. And then Phillips later explains um, that Birdie's response was that 
they don't give a going to swear fuck you can talk about how gay and out you can talk about me being gay and out you can talk about my pronouns that would be cool with me so I think this is so great because Birdie has such a she's so young sorry they are so young I'm correcting myself because I did a whoopsie there with calling the wrong pronouns there so I do apologize but yes I am rectifying myself um but but yeah so Birdie I love their attitude here do you know what I mean like they are so young but they seem so like comfortable with who they are as a person I think it's cool I think it's really cool I do think it's cool as fuck because I think to be at such a young age so the article says and some of the other research that we've done says that Birdie knew from being 10 and it, it kind of says you know that they sat down and they were talking about it and obviously Busy has been like this is cool this is my kid knows exactly who they are who they're attracted to what they want to sort of be known as and I think to know that from such a young age um, and to be so sort of like confident and out and proud about it is a really fucking good thing. Like if you think about how we've literally just been saying we were like full-blown adults before we realised sort of who we were and who we were into, to know that from 10, 12 years old, like how liberating is that? That is so liberating. And I I just hope that, birdie is a I don't know that it helps other children and other people and and stuff and I and I think they will as well um and another thing to sort of address here is how Phillips has admitted she's done a bad job with pronouns and I think this is 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 another thing that we as society and even myself need to get better at so my experience is that if someone has preferred pronouns completely like um respect their wishes Mm um i had experience so i pre-covid i play roller derby and roller derby is an awesome sport for many different reasons but um one of the really cool things is how inclusive roller derby is and lots of people see roller derby as a safe space to be completely who they want to be and it's quite yeah like it's so you get such a mixture of people and the community of roller derby it's just so diverse and it's so lovely to see people really like taking on board who they are and they're they're proud and it's awesome and there was a player um on our team who sort of like um spoke to us about how they i identify that they identified as non-binary and they wanted to be addressed as they and their now i completely was respected that and um but there was a couple of times where i um fucked up and i used a gender specific pronoun mm-hmm. however every time that i did that I sort of realized and I corrected myself and I apologized and the player um, came to me and was like, it was really cool that you sort of um, like even like obviously people make mistakes um, and it's like, because 
from a young age, I've always, it's been drilled into me, she, him, her, do you know what I mean? Yeah. However, it's the fact that I think that they they knew that I realized that I did bad and I corrected myself. So I think that's that's the that's the point, isn't it? Like we need to get better and we just need to be a bit switched on and yeah, um and it's not easy, is it? Like because if you're so used to sort of um like seeing genders, do you know what I mean? It, it's hard, but the only thing you can do is sort of put your hands up and be like sorry and correct yourself and I think that's the way I don't know what do you think I think the same I read something a couple of weeks back now and it was written by a non-binary person who identified as they them and they said like everybody is learning um and I think this is kind of it's it feels like a relatively new thing still it's something that we're still sort of all grasping and trying to learn and understand more of naturally you will make mistakes um I think especially if you sort of haven't really met the person or don't know them um or you know they haven't really introduced their pronouns yet it could be really easy to kind of mistake based on what we're used to yeah um, but I think the thing that's worth sort of saying from this article was that people do make mistakes and the best thing to do is to not make a fucking big deal out of it just sort of apologize correct yourself and move on, move on. the more yeah. that you're like oh fuck like well you know uh, try to explain it's just a bit it kind of it kind of dilutes the fact that this person has told you their pronouns um and that's what they prefer to you know it's not like making excuses for yourself it's just kind of saying look fucked up sorry and then getting it right yeah. for the future. Exactly. So um, we will link to this news article in the show notes. You can have a read yourself. Um, but I think we've covered everything on that front, have we? Yeah, I like that. I like It's a good piece of news, that. I think. It is a good piece of news. And we need more people like Birdie. We do. We do. <laughs> and we need more people like their mother. Busy Phillips as well. Yeah. Um, so, so yes. Right, Jessica. I'm sorry. I know that I shouldn't call you Jessica, but I like calling you Jessica, and I can't help myself. And it's a Sunday, so it's all right. And it's what? It's a Sunday. I thought you said it's it's a Monday, and I was like, it's definitely not. But you know. Um, <laughs> Uh, right, so my gay made-up word of the week is dyken. 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 Ask me, like, Jess, what dyken means. Sounds like a weird budget Hoover brand. <laughs> it really does, doesn't it? Go on, what is a dyken? Dyken is a famous woman, not necessarily gay, who is popular among queer women and seen as a gay icon. So icon, daikon, you get it? I do, I do. Who who would you say is a good daikon? Oh, oh gosh. Okay. Um who's a good well um in the L word, have you seen the L word? I haven't seen the L word. Oh okay. Uh, and uh, well, okay. Do watch some L word, Jess. Um but there's a character in there that um so in the sort of storyline her character is a bit of a dicon um, oh, you're telling me a character i can think of people off the top of my head oh okay cool and then who, who would you cast as a dicon plastic dicon um madonna carly minogue strong badass women 
Ah, um, yes, okay. Uh, Jessie Ware, she's a bit of a daikon. Yeah, she's a bit hot as well. Mm, um, would you would you class uh, people like Prince as daikons and um, I people like that? I guess it's, would you, mm, well, if we're going on daikon, does it have to be female? Or does it have to be somebody who... Yes. Well, well, in my, uh, so my sort of, um, uh, what you call it, uh, definition of daikon from Refinery29, they do say woman. Okay. So, so sadly, yeah. Prince is not. Oh, sad times, <laughs> sad times. Uh, Cl- uh, Kate Blanchett. Oh, yeah, I've heard this one a lot. You know, I can't really think of anything that she's in. But I think Carol. That I need to watch Carol. Yeah. Carol for one. Yeah. Uh, she was in. I think she's famous from X Files. She's in. Gillian Anderson is X Files. Kate Blanchett. Oh. Is in. Gillian Anderson. That's another icon. I'm getting. I get my okay. famous people confused all the time. Okay, hot. Um, Kate Blanchett's in Benjamin Button. That's what I know her from. And Lord of the Rings. There we go. Uh, so is it is Daikon going into the gay goss- glossary? Yeah, yeah, go on then. Hey, called it gay made up word. I've got better. You have. <laughs> Haven't I? Oh, you're cute. I just... You're getting better at it. You are, yeah. this week yeah this is the section where we highlight somebody that's doing some awesome stuff for the community um and it can be anything it can be anyone um and this week i have a fun one so this is actually um a small business a little startup little e-commerce site if you will which sells home accessories and air quotes basic bitch merchandise (laughs) uh flaming crap so this is run by a lovely guy called Alex and his partner. Um, they're a gay couple, and that's why they're on this show. Um, but just the brand itself is just so fucking cool. Um, it's very kind of tongue-in-cheek, very sort of satirical home merchandise. So they've got a really great range of candles. So specifically, I ordered one today, which is in collaboration with a designer from Scotland. It's really cool. Um, and they're sort of just really cool like handmade products that go around the house but they sort of sort of have a bit of poke and fun at things like politics or you know um, like corona and things like that things that kind of just are meant to sort of lift the mood a little bit if you are very sort of fuck the Tories this will be for you um (laughs) I had a link in there um but yeah I just wanted to kind of put that one in there because I thought it was cool it's a little bit different and definitely sort of will make you smile if you're cool well we'll be linking to them in the show notes as well um in the show notes mm -hmm. lots of links in the show notes lots of links for you to go and check out um how are you going to be spending the rest of your sunday jess oh well, we can't do anything. <laughs> so, um, and it's also pitch black. I've noticed this. By the time, obviously, we're working from home at the moment. So when I finish work, it's so dark outside that I just don't, I don't go out. Like, I go out at the weekend or on a lunchtime. Um, but I've been getting my walks in sort of in specific slots because it's far too dark now to do anything. 
Um, yeah. But yes, um, to answer your question, I'll make myself some dinner um, and then I'm going to carry on binge watching Grey's Anatomy because I was recommended it um, by someone who I think is wonderful. And apparently there's um, seasons ahead, there's some good lesbian action. So Way. I'm holding on for it, but I'm currently on season three. Um, I'm getting very bad at this. So I notoriously sort of get to series um, late. Like Game of Thrones, I was well late to that. I was well late to Walking Dead. And then all of a sudden, I'm like a mega fan. So it's great because it means that, you know, I'm not following the hype necessarily. But it does mean that by the time I want to talk to someone about it, it's kind of old news. (laughs) It's gone. We moved on from that, Jess. We're now watching this new thing. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll be, uh, because it's Sunday, we'll be having a roast. um, And then, yeah, I'll sort of... Uh, we've what we started watching Death to 2020, um, which is it's hilarious. Um, we just like started watching it, but it's a bit of like poking fun of how shit 2020 was, and yeah. it's um made by the same people as Black Mirror, yeah. so it's that sort of dark comedy. So, if you need a bit of yeah, 2020 was a bit shit, um, and a bit of like because sometimes you've got to laugh or you'll cry mm-hmm. um i'd recommend watching that um but yes so thank you for joining us um as always as always um you can get us on the social media i'm sound old by saying <laughs> the social media we are on twitter and what's the twitter handle the twitter handle is the lipsticks pod cool so go and if you're a if you're a twitter person go and find us on that we're also on the insta the gram the gram the gram um so we are the lipsticks podcast on there um so if you would like to like get in touch with us or suggest a topic or just say hi or whatever um you can do that and you can also drop us an email as well can't you what's our email address (laughs) i'm not saying this i always get it wrong (laughs) Uh, okay so it's very it's very easy to remember jess uh the lipsticks podcast at gmail.com she says this she's got it wrong before as well i know i think now just thinking how um depending on when you're listening to this if you want to make it a bit fun go back and re-listen and take a shot every time sarah says she's old (laughs) yes i'm the old the old and wise one uh what 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 about you what do you say a lot what do I say a lot? Probably fuck. I swear. <laughs> I'm very every, every time Jess swears. I know what I say a lot. And yeah. I haven't said it this, this episode. Yeah. What is it? Can you guess? Is it something to do with tea? No. Is it like a saying? No. I don't know. What do you say then? Megan Mitchell. <laughs> right. Oh. Yes. Huh? She's the cutest thing. Megan, Megan Mitchell. Yeah, I've mentioned her in like, how many episodes have we got? I've mentioned her in all bar probably two of them. I've not picked up on this. You just clearly aren't lesbian enough. <laughs> I thought you were going to go down the route of you're clearly not listening to me, are you, Sarah? Well. <laughs> but yes. Uh, right. Um, Shall we just say goodbye then? I guess so. I Until... I I was going to say until next week. Sorry, you go. (laughs) 
Um, I don't want to say that now. I've changed my mind. So I'll say I hope you enjoy the rest of your day whenever you're listening today. And we hope to let you hear from us again. And because I'm super hilarious, see you next Tuesday. Hey, get it? Goodbye, folks. (laughs) 